You are listening to episode 38 of Friending, the no-nonsense, all-practical, and sometimes hilarious podcast show that helps women like you and me grow life-giving female friendship because, let's be real, it's just not that easy. My name is Noelle Rhodes, if you don't know that already, and I am the host of this show, and today we are answering listeners' questions. It's one of the things that we're doing over the summer weeks. Some of you have sent in questions, and actually quite a bit of you did. We're just going to do our very best to answer these questions in a way that is helpful. Now, if you send in a question and we don't get to it by the end of the summer and you're really bummed out, first go and check to see if we've addressed it in previous episodes. Uh, And if that's not the case, write me an email and let me know because I want to I want to be helpful but I only have so many summer weeks so we kind of had to pick pick a few questions to address okay today we're going to talk about a question that has come up quite a bit I don't know if everybody struggles with this but I think I think a few of us do I know I have struggled with it which is why I wanted to address it on the show and that is how do you include everyone and not get exhausted How do you include everyone, all your friends, and not be exhausted? How do you keep in touch? How do you maintain these friendships? How do you be all in for all of your friends and not get burnout and not feel exhausted and not feel like you got nothing left to give? All right. Well, here's a few few things to think about. I definitely am someone who struggles with this and I have had to grow in this area and it's not always easy, but but the main thing I think you have to start with is you can't be close to everyone. You just can't. And if you want to be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you can't be. You can't be close to everyone. You're going to have to probably have a circle of friends, a small circle of friends that you're close with, and then everybody else is your friend, but you're just not as close to them. And people have asked me, like, how many, how many close friends should I have? And if you really want a number, I say five to seven, no more than seven. I don't really think that you have enough time in your life. You know, there's not enough hours in the day. You're one person. How could you be best friends with 15 people? It's not really possible. And truly, if you look, if you look deep into those friendships, those 15 friendships, they're probably not as close as you think, because it's difficult to really invest in that many people. So five to seven, close friends is is realistic I guess I mean personally I think five is a better number and maybe you know even less than five is even better because if you really want to have deep meaningful relationship you need to be able to invest time you need to be able to invest um, support showing up for the important things you need to be present. I mean, there's a lot that goes into a healthy friendship. And so when you've got a lot of people, difficult to do that. So I would say five to seven, if you can get no more than five, that's even better. And that will help you. Because if you're trying to be there for all the people, you will get burnt out. The second thing I want to just address is that your close friends, your circle of friends will change with the season of life that you are in. As women, we go through about 6 million seasons of life change. Whether you are a mom or you're married or any of that kind of stuff, I mean, yes, that that definitely plays into the seasons changing. But I think just simply being a woman, we just go through a lot of seasons. 
and it's difficult. And I wish somebody told me that with every season you'll find a unique circle of friends that you're closer with and it will change. Some people will have the same, you know, set of of close friends for their adult life, but that's actually rare. That's rare. There's a few people that do and okay, yeah, we're happy for them. But for the rest of us, our, you know, five to seven circle of close friends changes over time. And, you know, there might be a time when you are not married, you are establishing your career, you uh, are with a bunch of women that are in a similar season of life than you, and they're your, your, your tight crew, right? And then maybe you maybe you get married, maybe you start a family, and all of a sudden you find yourself not as close with those friends, but you're becoming closer with people who also have young children. I mean, it does change. And trying to hold on to the original circle or the same circle can sometimes feel like you're swimming upstream. And I would say you can let that go. It is okay for your your circle of close friends to change. It's normal, in my opinion. And if you can honor those friendships for what they were, you will find that it's not as exhausting as trying to hold on to them as you want them to be now. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have your your group of friends that you got tight with because you all had kids in the same preschool. And then let's fast forward seven years and all your kids are in different elementary schools and you're trying to still maintain the same intensity that it used to have when, again, your kids were all in preschool and, you know, doing the same things. And you are now in a different season of life and you're making new friends in this new season of life trying to maintain all of that and keeping the the level of intimacy still high and the intensity still going and regular that will burn you out it will it will burn you out so you know for me I remember the friends I had when my kids were little and Uh, actually what happened was I moved when they both went into elementary age. And so I didn't see these friends as often. And some of them I would say are dear to me. I mean, really precious to me. Some of them are still my closest friends, but others are not. And at the time when my kids were little and preschool age, they were my closest crew. But now it's not the case. I've moved a couple times. My kids are older. I'm, I'm in a different season of life. And it's not like they're my ex-friends by any means, but I've let go of some of the expectation of how often we're going to connect. Does that make any sense? Trying to uphold an expectation that we're going to be just as close as we were will burn you out, okay? So let's get comfortable with this idea that our circle of friends are going to change with our season of life. And that is okay. It's normal. It's not weird. We may have friends that will be lifetime friends. We, we may, but chances are not all of our friends are going to be that way. They, they will be close to us for a season and that's normal. It really is. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just, I'm, I'm like laughing at myself actually. But one of the things I had to learn, and I feel like I learned it a little late, if I'm being honest with you, is I don't need to be friends with every single person I know. And I think Facebook and social media in general has sort of diluted this word friend. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many friends I have on Facebook, but I don't even, 
there are some people that I'm friends with on Facebook that if I click their name, I could not tell you how I know them. <laughs> I may have actually never even met them in person, to be honest with you. Um, so that word friend has been diluted. And I think even when we talk in conversation, right, we're, we're talking to somebody else and we say, oh, you know, my friend Josephine is a hairdresser. Well, Josephine's not really your friend. You just know her because her daughter takes the same ballet class as your daughter, but you're not actually friends. You don't like go out and hang out. You just know of her and you've said hello to her and you're nice to her and you've had maybe like three conversations, but is she your friend? You hear where I'm going with this, right? We kind of can get in our heads that every single person we know should be our friend and that's not true. Now, some of you are listening going, uh, Noelle, I already knew that. Well, good for you. I'm glad you figured that out. But there are some of us like myself who really struggle with this and it could there could be lots of reasons for that. I'm a people pleaser. I really uh, struggle with wanting to always be liked. I also grew up in a religious institution where the goal was to love everyone and, and be friends with everyone. And that's just what you're supposed to do if you're a good person. But I you know, as a kid, warped that in my mind and thought, well, every single person I know, I should be close to. And that's not true. So one of the things that I tell my own children is you are supposed to be kind to every person that you know, but you don't have to be friends with every person that you know. And in fact, kind of going back to what I said earlier, in reality, that's not even possible. It's just not possible. So if you're feeling exhausted by trying to include everyone, I want to just say to you, you don't have to include everyone. You don't have to do that. You don't have to include every single person you know in your life. You don't have to do that. You have to be kind when you come across them, but they don't have to be invited to everything that you host. You don't have to make sure to call every single person that you've ever known in existence on their birthday. You don't have to do that. You need to let that go, okay? Social media has presented this illusion that these are all our friends, but these are not all our friends. These are just people that we know or maybe don't even know, but somehow have connected to us on social media. Got to get in our heads that our friends are the people that we are vulnerable, that we spend time with, that um, help us when we're in need. We help them. And if we're trying to do that for tons and tons and tons of people, of course, we're going to be exhausted. And that's just not how we're designed. We're not designed for that. One of the things I've had to get good at doing is not promising to get together with people. So um, if you know me, you'll, you'll know that this is something I do struggle with. I, I just generally love hanging out with people. I'm an Enneagram 7, so like people are my favorite thing. I love hearing their stories. I just love having a good time. I mean, that's just my personality. But one of the things I do is if I see somebody and I meet them, I'm like, we should get coffee sometime. And I have to get good at not saying that because I don't always have time to get coffee sometime. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm really busy and I'm I'm not even really spending enough time with the people that I call my friends, my close friends. So again, it's it's sort of going back to that mindset, that belief that I have to be friends with everyone. Well, if I'm really friends with everyone, I have to spend time with them. And if I'm spending time with everybody, I'm not really spending time with anyone. That kind of sounded confusing, but I think you're smart enough to follow me. 
you have to stop telling everyone you're going to be there. You're going to you're going to get together. You're going to call them. You're going to you will burn out. And if you are invited to like three parties in one night because you're that person that gets invited to all the parties, I'm going to challenge you. Pick one and be truly present at that party. Don't try to make everybody happy by going to the parties and like spending 45 minutes here and 45 minutes there and then don't do that. Just pick one. You're going to disappoint somebody, but at least you're going to truly be present for somebody's party. This is something that I've had to learn to do, you know, and um, the, the, the rooted fear there is that you're going to let somebody down, but you're really letting everybody down when you're just kind of flittering and, and fluttering out and, and, you know, you're, you're trying to make all the people happy and you're just, you're showing up for a little bit, but you're not really present in your mind because you're thinking about the next place you're going to go. Pick one place, say that you're sorry to the other two people. And, and, you know, arrange to maybe, you know, connect another way. But the reality is you're not going to make everybody happy. And trying to make every single person happy is going to burn you out. You're going to get exhausted, which is what this question was all about. How do I include everyone without getting exhausted? Well, the answer, the short answer, I guess, is you can't. You can't include everyone in your life and be there for every single person and every single friend and not be exhausted. So that is the answer to my question. Now, one thing I will say that could help, and um, it's funny because we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about this even more in future episodes. But I do think creating a rhythm of of getting together with friends does help with the burnout because there's a plan, so you know, okay, like this day, this is when I'm getting together with my friends. So it's not a free for all. You're not like available 24 seven. You have a plan of when you're going to get together. I've talked about this on a previous episode, but we at Friending are developing this curriculum called First Friday with Friends, which is something that I personally have done in my own life. And my daughter has done it as well, where we host a monthly get together with friends on the first Friday of the month. And there's always a theme, there's an activity, there's a little bit of purpose, there's even opportunity to kind of get together and do some good for the world. It's all in the curriculum. But the point is, I know that the first Friday of the month, that's when I'm getting together with my people. And that creates a rhythm of connection. And of course, consistency is what's going to deepen friendship. I say this all the time, that the currency of trust is what? Time investing time. The more you spend time with somebody, the more you're able to trust them. So I really like this idea of getting together on a regular basis, you know, carving out the same time and place with your friends, because then you kind of get into this pattern of getting together. And the expectations very clearly defined, there's boundaries, there is um, just familiarity surrounding it. And so if you can do that, I think then then you don't get burnt out because you're working out your friendships in a way that makes sense to you and them. And let me tell you something, you would be surprised at how close you will feel with people after getting together with them once a month for three months. I'm being completely honest with you. You may think, well, is once a month even enough? Absolutely, it is enough. And it's doable. And I think 
for those of us who are feeling burnt out and exhausted by our friendships, I think we're just not doing friendship in a doable way. We are, you know, spending our lives and our resources and all of our time on our friends. And that's not reality. We have families, we have jobs, we have things that we're meant to do. So we need to kind of you know, put friendship in the right place. It should be a high priority, but it should not be something that is exhausting us. And another piece to this is I would ask anybody who feels exhausted by their friendships and feeling like they have to include everyone, I want to know, do you think you may have any toxic friendships in your life that might be exhausting your energy? I think that some of us, because we like to include everyone, well, guess who we attract? Toxic people. They love those of us who will include everyone. They they like find us and eat us for lunch. So I would challenge you, if you're feeling exhausted by all the people that you're trying to connect with and maintain friendship with, is there a few that are toxic? Possibly, maybe they are, you know, always causing drama, always needing you to do something, always this, always that. I mean... Is that a possibility? Do they not take no for an answer and that's why you feel a little spent? Just a little thought, a little thought. And if that is the case, I want to encourage you to go check out our episodes that are all about how to walk away from a toxic friendship because you know what? You don't have to be in a toxic friendship. You may have to deal with a toxic boss. You may have to deal with a toxic coworker. Lord knows many of us have had to deal with a toxic family member, but you do not have to have a toxic friend in your life. You do not. Now, we are having episodes based on a book that we read or are reading during our summer book club series called When to Walk Away, Finding Freedom from Toxic People, written by Gary Thomas. And the episodes that are dedicated to this book are episodes 33, 35, 37, 39, and 41. So yeah, the fact that I even remembered all of them, I'm quite proud of myself. So yes, you could be burnt out because you got a lot of toxic people in your life sucking the energy out of you. So go check out those episodes if you think that might actually be the case. But can you be friends with every single person you know and not get burnt out? Nope, you can't. It's not possible. Learn to be okay with the reality that your close circle of friends will probably be no more than seven people if you want to do it well. I encourage you to have only five or less, but you do you. And also be okay with the fact that as your season of life changes, your close circle of friends will change. And that's that's a harder one to get our minds around. But if we can accept that, I think we'll be able to keep moving forward in friendship, keep growing life-giving friendship with the correct, healthy expectation in mind. Because the expectations man that cause all the drama all right I am done I think I've I think I've answered this question pretty pretty okay if you're interested in buying this curriculum kit called first Friday with friends for yourself or for your daughter who may be in middle school or I I would say late elementary age, then you can check that out in the show notes. And of course, if you need me for anything, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at your friend Noel. And the friending Instagram handle is at friending show. Direct message me if you have any questions or just just want to connect about the show. And if you're looking for a space where you can connect to other women who really want to do life-giving female friendship and just 
want to be together and get to know one another, we have a Facebook group called The Friending Squad and you are invited to join. All that will be in the show notes, okay? What I want you to do is I don't want you to be friends with everyone. Just be a good friend to the people that are in your circle right now. Invest in them. Don't burn out because we need you. We need you to do the good that you were meant to do, okay? So don't include everyone in every aspect of your life. But do be kind, everyone. Is that all right? Till next time, I'm your friend, Noel. Hey, did you find this episode helpful? Are you enjoying the Friending Podcast show? Well, if you are, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. And while you're there, let us know in the comments what you enjoy about Friending and how it's helped you because... The more we know of how we're helping you, the more we can help others. Thanks for being a friend.